Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we ha- go on this journey together. And uh, hopefully this journey will take you to a calm place where you can just feel our vibe, chill out, and who knows, maybe even sleep. I'm your host, Marco Timpano. I'm Amanda Barker. I'm thinking about that journey metaphor, kind of thinking it's like you're getting in a car and at some point you're going to get out of the car kind of go on your own way off the road. Sure, or without a boat. Us. A boat? Sure, it could be a boat or uh, an airplane. A, I a, find soothing. A tandem bicycle? Um, a canoe? Oh, canoes are fun. Like you're on a canoe with us and we're paddling and at some point you can just dive into the river of sleep. Yeah, thank you for joining us. This is going to be 26 minutes of calm conversation to help you fall asleep. For anyone new who's out there listening and trying to figure out what exactly the Insomnia Project is all about. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's the first time you're listening and this is your first episode. Very possible. Speaking of the first time, it felt like the first time you and I walking on a street just north of us that we rarely go on. I did not know where that sentence was well, going to end. Well, <laughs> it, it, it went to, should we say the street? Of name? course, the neighborhood. I think it's called Hillcrest, the neighborhood we were oh, walking through. Oh, is that through. what it's yeah. called? Yeah, I've seen that on street signs, but yeah. I would never say, hey, let's go for a stroll in Hillcrest. No, of course not. I just know it as St. Clair. Yeah, St. Clair. We we took Saint, we took Christy to St. Clair, which is not far from where we live. St. Clair is one of those iconic Toronto streets. The Bare Naked Ladies actually had a song called Jane. Right. And in the song, they call her Jane St. Clair, as though that's her name, but they were actually trying to make a song about the intersection, or so the myth goes anyway, of Jane and St. Clair. I heard that they that someone looked at it on a map that wasn't from Toronto. Oh, yeah. And said to them, oh, what a beautiful sounding place, Jane and St. Clair. And Jane and St. Clair... It, it, at that time, at anyway. At that time, was not the most beautiful, beautiful area. Beautiful wouldn't be... It's certainly vibrant. Sure. Or can be. I can barely picture that intersection, but but beautiful anyway. You know, Tor- Toronto you know, has has um, a stoicness and a brickness to it. You know what's at Jane and St. Clair? What's at Jane and St. Clair? Jane and St. Clair. You'll know it because we turn on that street and there was a billboard as we made that turn on that street. Wait, that's Jane and St. Clair? That's Jane I and St. Clair. that was Scarlet. Oh, that is Scarlet and St. Clair. You're right. Is it Scarlet and St. Clair? Well, we'll never know. St. Clair is where the old um, Daniel's leather factory used to be. That's Scarlet. Is that Scarlet? But Scarlet and St. Clair, Scarlet and Jane, Scarlet Jane. I mean, these are all beautiful names. Yes, it's true. So they would all 
be part of the beautiful name stern brick facade movement of sure, Toronto. Sure, sure. It's funny. I should just finish that thought. When we would be driving south on Saint, on Scarlet and turning on St. Clair, just as we were making the turn, it was one of those turns where you have to wait for the turn light to allow you to make mm-hmm. the left turn. Mm-hmm. There was a billboard for a dentistry office. Shall we name them? I don't even know the dentistry office. I think office. it's called Stockyards Dental because that area is sort of generally referred to as the stockyards. Because there used to be a stockyard in the neighborhood. So you could imagine that neighborhood. So that's what we mean by not beautiful. It's a stockyard. Right. So that's Although now it's hip and trendy. like there's As all buy. stockyards in cities have become. become. Yeah. Yeah. And so on this billboard for Stockyard Dentistry, which I'm sure... Stockyard Dental. Stark, stockyard Dental. Shout out to anyone who might be listening from do- Stockyard Dental. We have, dental. I'm sure, a large fan base in the Stockyard area and dental community, so you just don't know. So they had this... Well, this is an example of how advertisement works, because mm-hmm. we will never forget this ad, and you remember the name. And That's so true. That's it, a good point. They're not my dentist. No, but if you were Speaking to... Speaking, though, dentist, dental would actually be a really interesting uh, topic for this podcast or another. And we have a dentist that we love. Sure. And he's fascinating. But before we go there, I need to talk no, about No, we don't have to go down dental. a dental wormhole. Yeah, um, for sure. So um, this billboard had all the staff at the dentistry office, all huddled together for a photo. Mm -hmm. And it was quite a lovely picture of everyone who worked there. And they all seemed very happy. And there was about how many, how many, how many people would you say were in the, in the, in the, in the past, Mm -hmm. something's happened because now there's only two. Right. But um, there used to be, I would say like 10 women in the picture? Ten women in the picture, and they're all kind of like... They're all having a great time. Having a great time, kind of like all posing for a picture. And as we would make the turn... It sort of had a wedding photo look. Sure, They were, were, you know, having fun, but also being posed. We would say, pick your dentist. Assuming that they were dentists, but some of them were hygienists, someone, you know, they worked in the office. right? admin admin, person, who knows? But we would just say, pick your dentist or pick your person. Yeah. And because there was ten to choose from, Amanda and I would pick... Who our person was. shouted out as we turned. As we turned to see. Describing what they're wearing or something. And to see if we would sometimes guess the same person. Mm -hmm. Like I would say, you know, curly black hair, no sleeves. And I would say person on the end with her hair up. It would be something like that. And that would be our thing. Which reminds me of how Amanda and I watch the television program Jeopardy, which is one of our favorite, favorite shows to watch. Yeah, we've gotten quite into Jeopardy, and we are such fans of Matea Roach, who is from both Toronto and from Halifax. So she's a Maritimer like me, and a city slicker like and me, and a Torontonian, also like me. Um, so anyway, big fans of Matea and uh, big fans of Jeopardy and of. Uh, Amy, Amy Schneider, Schneider who, who's well, yeah. awesome. She was in Ottawa recently. Oh, really? I, yeah, I, saw, I follow her um, her Instagram, or and she had a great time. And oh, I was like, nice. oh, what I would do to bump into either of them. I can't wait to watch them in All-Stars. But yeah. um, in any event, or Champions or whatever it's called, All-Stars is probably not what it's called, but now it is. Um, uh, but uh, we do have a practice with Jeopardy where when the topics come up, 
we either take them as our own or give them to the other person. So generally speaking, if it's literature, I will say yours, or Amanda will say, in this case, you'd say mine. Yeah, usually, yeah. We, we, we both try to get at the TV and film, film, pop culture ones as soon as we can, because we both want those. If there's something with a letter, like um, things that start with A and end with Z, or Z. Or Z. Amanda, Amanda can't quite wrap your mind around it. My at brain first. does not work in a. Or if it's like, you know, a combination thing. What are pears, pears, or whatever? Right. Like homophones of fruit, or whatever. Right. I don't know. My brain does not generally work in those ways. I don't know if there's. I wish I knew more about brain study and pathways. Right. So I could know what type of brain I have that doesn't work. For example, sure. if I need to alphabetize something, I cannot ever jump into the middle of the alphabet. I need to start at the beginning, sing the song, and wait till I get mm-hmm. to the desired letter versus knowing that K comes after M or whatever. Sure. Like I couldn't actually tell you right now. It should be noted, though, you do get answers to those questions Sometimes. in those categories Sometimes. that aren't your favorites. Occasionally, and... but they're not my thing, mm-hmm. if you will. But it's good for my brain, yeah. I'm sure, to try. Generally speaking, if it's languages... It'll be my category. Mm-hmm. Science, we don't want, so we try to give to each other. Classics. No, science, math, I don't. I usually try to give yeah. to you. Well, yeah. there's not usually too much math. Classics is yours. Yeah, but I'm not particularly good at it, but I try. I learn a lot, though, with Jeopardy. We love Jeopardy. And one of my favorite parts is when they chat with the contestants because they're, they're trying so hard to muster up an interesting story, and oftentimes they're... Sometimes they are, and oftentimes they're not, and you're wondering where that story's going to go, and it really just doesn't go anywhere. It does a want-want, and I love it when they do that, when their stories are so mundane or so... Ken Jennings um, usually has a joy in them. Maya Bialik has a joy in them, but sometimes, I, I think she doesn't mean to, but sometimes it sounds like she's like... I think she's earnest. I think she's snarky. I think she has a bit of snark well, in her. Well, it, it comes across as snarky. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt and saying she's not snarky. It just comes across that way. Listen, I respect snark. When you have a good snark, I'm all with it. But listen, I think there's room for the Mayan Bialyx on that show and the Ken Jennings on the show because let's let's not forget that Alex Trebek was kind of both in a way. Yeah. He, he was could a be snarky he sometimes. He definitely be snarky. Yeah. Sometimes his mustache would snark. It would just have to be a bit more more aggressive. I'm trying to be calm, and you keep making sorry. jokes. Sorry. It's not I'm a joke. I'm trying to. Sometimes his mustache would snark. Yeah. But what does that mean? It would be like bush, bushier than normal or would hang it would over his lip. Out? It would snark itself out. Um, I'm trying so hard Alex to Trebek. be calm and not F- funny. Funny. I'm had to get upset when I read some reviews that say we're too funny. No, I don't get upset. I, I, I take the note. I'm trying to take the note. I take the feedback. Fair enough. People we, listen we, to this for lots of reasons. True. Um, and we want to stay in the world of calming. Yes. And some shows are more lively and some shows are more sleep-inducing. So the, I'd like to make sure we have a nice balance. It should also be noted that you and I don't try to be funny. It, no, no, we're, no. We're comedians at heart, so sometimes it just comes out naturally, I guess. But back to Alex Trebek, who is from Canada, from Sudbury. Oh, I didn't know he was from Sudbury. Yeah, he was from Sudbury. Oh. Yeah. And um, so... That's what we do 
at the halftime or or none of these are the terms we're using today's show we just use all the wrong terms that's the way we do it all stars halftime we've made it we've gotten very sporty by the way sports category is the one we tried to give each other as fast as possible because neither of us excel in sports no what's funny so just a side note here is so Toronto big city has sports teams and so Oftentimes, Toronto is the team that other cities in the nation have a rivalry towards, mm-hmm. as would happen with New York and other and L.A. and other big cities, Chicago. Certainly, Boston would have that sort of, um, you know, animosity from other other cities. But it's all it always makes me laugh when people try to egg me on with regards oh, to yeah. Toronto. And people do try to do. They I've do. seen it happen. Most recently in Calgary. In Calgary. Because they were like. People were trying to say, well, the Calgary Flames, which is a hockey team, is doing much better than your team. The Maple Leafs. And we're like, you can have them. And we're like, great. Good. And I received a text today. What else is new? Someone someone texted us saying, we're playing your team right now. And kind of trying to rub it in my face. And I just wrote, cool. Awesome. Who was that? Let's just not get into oh, it. Was it soccer? It was soccer. Okay, I don't okay. know who it was. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to berate or footy. Yeah, I don't want to berate anyone because there's a joy in that, and I celebrate the joy with them. I really do. I'm happy if they're teamed it's as just, well. It's hard because you're not. That's just not the reaction people. You're want. trying to give them the reaction they want, like, oh yeah, oh I wish my team would win, but it's all disingenuous because we really truly don't care. But that said, we care when they win. Well, listen, because we're this this town is a fair weather town for everything but hockey. That's not true. We have we have friends who are very very staunch um, basketball fans. But the city in general. Sure. Has a reputation, and as someone who did work in the sports industry mm-hmm. for a long time, by way of mascotting, um, it it is a fair weather when the t- when the teams are doing well, everybody's on board, and That's when they're right. not, they're not, except for hockey. No matter how poorly our hockey team Which plays, it's been so poor for so long, for decades upon decades. But no matter how poorly they play. They will always pack those seats. It's true. You can charge whatever you want for them. People will go and people will watch and people will cheer them on. Not uh, so true for basketball uh, and definitely not for baseball. But when the baseball or basketball teams are playing well, and and I will say that's changed with basketball. I do sure. think um, because the Raptors did win the championships a few years ago and in the in the past 10 years, there are more people that are diehard Raptors fans. I, I think a lot needs to be said for Drake who has yeah, done a lot for the team. Absolutely. All of a sudden, our podcast has become a sports podcast. Well, that's about. what we're here to do. Sports talk. <laughs> With Marco and Amanda. What's funny is I've worked in radio where people talk sports. I mean, I used to sit at the radio program I worked at, and they'd go on a half an hour about golf, and I'd go make a coffee because like, right. I had nothing to offer about golf, really, or hockey or any sports. So I think it's wonderful that you and I are sitting here. The the people that honestly know the least about sporting things. I will say this. I am the first to jump on a bandwagon when the teams are doing well. Till then, don't bother talking to me or calling me. Should I talk about my sports having worked in sport in the sports space? Have of, I ever talked about that? Of course, but I just want to get to the end of Jeopardy. Okay. We we we'd never even went anywhere on St. Clair. I think we had started. We'll get back to St. Clair. Or we won't. The canoe goes where it goes, the, where the wind blows. Well, a, the wind doesn't blow a canoe. It can. 
It's yes, you paddle. The, yes, the paddles have something to sure. do with it. But if you're taking a nap on a canoe, then you just gently ride the lapping waves until it takes you where it wants you to go. I guess. But please, we do not advise taking naps on canoes on this podcast. But we do advise laying somewhere still and quiet and beautiful and imagining that you're in the gentle lap of a canoe. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because that's what I imagine when I go to sleep sometimes. I like to imagine just being laying on the waves. Oh, really? I do. I have a paddleboard that I sometimes will take out to the middle of the bay or the lake, and I'll just lay down on it, and I'll, I'll, I'll sort of secure my little oar, and instead of paddling, I'll just lay down and stare up at the sun and just let the gentle waves lap over up over the board and, and let the wind blow me to where I want to go, and it's the best feeling in the world. So that's what I wish for everybody. Sometimes I think I pretend to be a clam in the bed, in the, in the blanket I pull over me, like I'm. You a do clam. tend to clam. Yeah. it's a word you use in the bed quite the, a bit. The clam, the the idea of being a clam, isn't there expression? Snug as a clam. No, uh, clam. Clam up. No, when but you don't want to talk about something. You know, like snug in a bug in a rug. Isn't as a there bug like, in a rug. Yeah, isn't there one like? Clam. Clam it up. As I don't a know. man. In a bed. Pretending to be a clam. In a bed. In a band. So. It's just taking a turn. Just to end. I'm I'm trying to be gentle and relaxed and let it be known that you're the one pushing your clam agendas. I'm getting back to Jeopardy. Okay. Final Jeopardy. So when Final Jeopardy comes up, it usually comes up before the commercial. It'll Mm -hmm. be like historic facts. Mm-hmm. We actually got this from Matea Roach, who said it in one of her... Oh, was that Matea Roach? Matea would say... I thought somebody else said that. I didn't realize it was Matea Roach. Matea? I, I thought oh. it was a guy. Someone. I'm anyway. not, I, I think it's Matea, but I could be wrong, so Some, forgive A me. contestant A said. contestant said that they, with their family, would try to guess the answer based on the category yeah. when it first came up on Final so Jeopardy. So if it's American history... I might yell out Susan B. Anthony. And I'll yell out Paul Revere. And then we'll wait for the question to answer. Mm-hmm. And that's how we how we pretty much celebrate Jeopardy. Susan B. Anthony was American, right? Yeah, she sold the flag. Who was the Canadian one? Nellie McClung. Susan B. Anthony sewed the flag? No, no. She was for women's rights. She was a suffragist. Betsy Ross. Yes, who's not Susan B. Anthony. They're similar. How? Bonnets. Got it. Okay. So um, back to what you were saying. You, about you, which? You were a mascot. You wanted to talk Have about sports. Have we talked sports. about, well, just because we were talking about sports, but then you took us out of it and into Jeopardy. Talk, we can we can float back into it. Floating were, back into sports? You were a mascot. Have I talked about that on this podcast before is what I'm trying to remember. Probably. I cannot remember Me everything neither. we talk about. I feel like I'm always talking about towels and koi fish on this podcast, so feel free to go back and Speaking talk Speaking of that. towels, I think we need some new ones. What What do you value in a towel? softness, mm-hmm. absorbency, and this is new to what I want in a towel. I don't want one that takes up a lot of space. Okay. So we might want to go the Turkish towel route. I don't know. They might not be absorbent enough. Well, I feel like there's been a lot of developments in Turkish towel manufacturing. You know, we should explain Turkish towels for those who don't know them. Made more popular with the hammam spas. As of late. I know we've talked about hammam spas on this. If you haven't been to a hammam spa, check one out. They're we went to awesome. one in Istanbul, two in Istanbul. 
Um, but anyway, the Turkish towel are the more, they almost look like a little blanket with fringe tassels at the end, but they are actually a towel and meant to absorb. But they are thinner. That's They're very sure. thin, yeah. They have a great look to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like a terry cloth towel. And we have some, the ones we've gotten most recently, we got as a beautiful gift from our sister-in-law. I feel like we keep talking about our sister-in-law in this My podcast. Sis- our sister-in-law. She's, you know what? She's just in the zeitgeist of this podcast. She's pretty awesome. And she got us these beautiful. Oh, my gosh. They're, I, th- I think they have a name to them. They're like, they're more mm. than bath sheets. They bath, called bath sheets. Bath like, towels. No, no. No bath sheets? A, a normal towel is a towel, but these are like, they really cover you. They're bigger. They're like, they can cover your body at least once and probably twice around. Yeah, they're awesome. When yeah. you need to be dry. Yes. They're not going to fail you. No, they're not going to fail you. And they're just cuddly and warm. So, yeah, I like an absorbent towel. I would love if it all towels were like that. Um, but we don't have the space for that big a towel to have like a million of them. So towels after a while to get a little they bit. They get ratty, yeah. Right. I wasn't going to say ratty. Oh, what were you going to say? Scratchy a bit. Oh, yeah. Well, they get that, too. If they've been in the dryer too many times, sometimes they can start to get a little threadbare. It's probably time for us to to uh, curate our towels and mm-hmm. maybe. You know what towels I never – hand towels and face towels do nothing for me. No, it's true. We don't use them a whole lot here. Who uses them? Guests. Really? And we haven't had a lot, so that's why. Not fa- face towels, I don't know, but I think people need face towels to wash their – face wash their makeup off that kind of thing mm-hmm. but um but that said i don't use them a whole lot neither do i i have a new pink sort of these pink face washing towels that i use and i just use like an oily product to get makeup off at night now so isn't that specifically to get makeup off your face it's to get makeup off but it's also micellar water it's called mm-hmm. um and I really just, it really just looks like water with some baby oil in it. And I sometimes wonder if that's all it is. But One time I was thirsty and I said, I want to drink some micellar water and you left. You know what? Don't even joke because I bought two because they were on sale at Costco. I bought two and there's one on the on your dresser and twice I've reached for it thinking it was a bottle of water because it looks like a bottle of water like at night. Why is your micellar water on my... I have to put it in storage. I see. Our, on our beloved Costco shelf. How did we get to Missler Water from St. Clair? I don't even know how that happened. Like you said, the canoe takes you where the canoe takes it's you. It's true. Let the waves lap. Let go or be dragged, they say. So it's always better to let go. We've mentioned this on the podcast before, I think recently too, that you're never an arm's length away from lip balm. That's true. In fact, I was looking for some. We went for a little Vespa ride to St. Clair tonight and you were like urging me out the door because you wanted to go while it was still light out and take a walk while it was still light out which we did and uh and I said okay but I'm looking for lip balm and you you went well where is is there some down here there needs to be some by the door there needs to be door lip balm I guess and there wasn't so I need to get some actually in there which is good because just today I was cleaning out our spare room and found a fresh pack of lip balms. Oh. Yeah. Any of the flavors the cir- I like? The circular ones. Yeah. I think I bought two. Okay. I bought doubles last time. So I think there's like a creme brulee in there and a yeah. champagne kiss or whatever. 
those EOS ones, those ones that are like little balls that you can just, those are great because when you reach into a bag or purse, especially in the plane, and I know I've talked about this before, you can, your hand can identify exactly what it is. I don't know. It makes it easier to grab when it's circular, I think. So I have a bucket hat I may have talked about before that I really like. Mm Mm-hmm. And I could not find it. And I was really upset. I was worried. I lo- Sometimes I love an item. And if it if it leaves me and I don't see it again, I get very upset about it. I used to love new shoes so much that I'd wear them to bed. True story. What? Yeah. F- for real? When I have a new pair of shoes and I love them so much, if they're really comfortable too, like when I used to get new Birkenstocks, I'd wear them and I'd just be like, I'm going to wear them in bed. I love them so much. This makes no sense. Like mm-hmm. what about high heels? You would wear high heels probably to bed? Probably not. But oh, those okay. aren't going to be the ones that I like love so much that I wear them to bed. But maybe, but probably not. I know it's weird. But is it comfortable? I mean, eventually they don't stay on all night. Like I'll kind of lay down on the bed with them and then kick them off. But, oh, I see. Okay. But, but, but I'm like, I might wear them to bed. I love them so much. I see. I see. Okay. I don't wear I don't wear anything really. But you love that hat as much. I love that hat. You would I almost that. wear that hat to bed, I think. I would given the right circumstances. See? Listen, if we were on a beach and the sun was out, I would wear that that if hat. If you were on a canoe or a paddleboard laying down just drifting, you'd wear that hat. If you don't have a bucket hat, let me just say invest in a bucket hat. This one here is so thin it collapses to nothing i can tuck it into my jacket inner pocket which isn't really a pocket it's the inside lining of a pocket but i can put it there and i don't even feel it mm-hmm. it gets wet it dries right away it covers me with sun it will the brim goes right to my eyes so i don't even get sun in my eyes love this hat mm-hmm. i might have to get a second one well they're out there for you you can have a closet full of them if that's what you choose. You're you're an adult. Being an adult means you get to make choices like that and have it's a true. closet full of bucket hats. Well, I don't know if I need a closet full of bucket hats. But if you want it, you can do it. What's your favorite pair of shoes? And this will be the last last thing we talk about. Oh, my gosh. Like ever or what I have going right now? What you have going right now because I just dismantled your, your shoe shelf and had to put it back up. Well, it's not on that. Okay. It's on my everyday shelf which is by the door okay my favorite pair right now are a pair of oh, that's, vessies that's right so i invested in a pair invested in vessies and i say invested because they're they're not the cheapest shoes they're not crazy expensive okay. but i tend to be frugal and they're a little bit more but i had been researching them for about a year and really i looked at reviews and actually went to a clothing swap, as I've talked about many times on this program. It's true. And came across a brand new pair of Vessies still in the box. This woman said, I ordered them online and they're not the right size. And they were much, much too big for me. There was no way I could ever wear them. So I put them in the car and I had, a, I think they were size nines or something like that. Anyways, I happened to be meeting a friend for dinner that week. And they were still in the car. So I said, hey, I have this pair of shoes. I don't know. They're like sneakers, trainers, runners, whatever you want to call them. And uh, do you want them? They're brand new. And I can't wear them. She said, sure. So she took them. And I actually followed up with her months later and said, how are those shoes, by the way? And she was like, oh, I wanted to tell you they're amazing. 
They're so comfortable. They're completely waterproof, even though they just look like your average sneakers. So I was intrigued because she would tell me and had no reason to lie. So I continued to like look them up, get the ads and finally splurged on them. And so I got little um, kind of ankle boot vessies and they really are waterproof and they're beyond that they're wildly comfortable and they have a sort of knitted stretchy quality which I love in a shoe because it almost feels like wearing a little ace bandage Uh, and my ankles sometimes need a little extra support and I feel like they give that to me so and they're really comfortable and they're kind of stylish they look funky I have to say do do you think they look yeah I think they look funky yeah the ones you got for comfortable shoes they certainly win so yeah th- those are the shoes i have going right now that i love my vessies v-e-s-s-i just in case anyone oh uh, s-s-i okay why what did you think oh with a y i thought it was s-s-i-e no i think it's just s-s-i vessie i don't know you they're, can find it in the show notes are they yeah oh that's cool yeah they're canadian canadian company I'm and much. do they do male and female shoes they do great yeah but i don't think they i think anyone can buy it they do the sizing male and female i see but I don't think there's specific types for specific genders. I think okay. they're meant to be gender neutral, yeah. That's cool. That's my understanding anyway. Are you going to invest in another pair of Vessies? You know what I might. Okay. I'm, I've been thinking about it, getting more like a pair of sneaker trainer kind of types. Like maybe, would you get a pair? Um, I don't know if I can. Right. That's right. Yeah. I have, I have, I'm wearing a brace right now in case anybody... Uh, is wondering why I can't wear, but but uh, they have laces, and with your brace, you said you needed laces, and they have laces. So. Oh, cool! Some of them do, anyway. Just not the ones I have. Fair but. enough. I will say this: if you're going to spend money, spend it on good shoes. That's right. And there you go. And we'll leave you, you spend with spend your life in them. Yeah. Yeah. I will leave you, th- or we will leave you with that, and we hope you had a lovely time with us because we certainly had a lovely time with you. And I hope you're very barefoot and floating somewhere in the middle of a lake.